When in Wednesday with Dr. Hancock, I want to talk to you about winning by knowing who God really is. The first thing the Word of God tells us that we have to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our life. But even before we accept him, the Word of God declares that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And also, he is the author and the finisher of our faith. It, what do you mean by that? In other words, if as we begin to develop our relationship with God, as we begin to just get into the presence of God and hear what he's saying and do what he say do, he'll establish us. He will allow the Holy Spirit to lead us to all truth. So as Lord of your life, you can win in every area of your life. Hebrews 12, 2 through 4, it says, Fixing your eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, sconing his shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you would not grow weary and lose heart. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood like God did. The Father is so, he's so wise. He's so perfect in all his ways. And just because we don't understand him or just because we don't follow him, it doesn't take anything away from him. It takes stuff away from us. What does it take? If we're children of God and the heritage of God, then if we're not in position, we don't receive what God has for us. So how do you get in position? By accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and allowing the Holy Spirit to come in your life and operate so that you can win in every situation of your life. In other words, after you confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, then you develop that personal relationship. Well, Mary, how do I do that? By prayer and meditation. Um, by going to church and getting together with believers so your relationship, so your belief in God can actually change as well. You have to do communion with him, commune in time, listen to him, lay prostrate before God, lay out. Don't be in such a hurry to pray just to say that you prayed. Don't be in such a hurry to go to church just to say you went to church. But the word of God declares that those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So in other words, the pureness of your heart, and he knows the pureness of our heart. Because the word of God tells us that he's able even to divide of soul and spirit. So as we begin to just be honest with him, it does not, I, I think even as a father in our flesh and when we have that relationship where we can come boldly before the throne of grace. In other words, father, I know I was wrong. And, but I need to let you know because you're my father and because you love me so much, then it's not fear of the punishment. It's just fear of my father not knowing what I have done in the natural. In the spirit, you cannot get over on him. You cannot, even with the very intents of your heart. So you have to make sure that your heart is right regarding the situation and is right toward what God is wants to do in your life and for you 
through your life. And how do you do that? It doesn't mean that we're not going to think wrong. It doesn't mean that we're not even going to do wrong. But what it does mean that we have an advocate with God the Father. And we can come boldly because God gave Jesus, who was his son, to die on the cross for us so that we can have that relationship. And everything in God is yea and amen. And it's really just a point of developing a relationship. Let me take you to the perfect example. When you first met that man, you first met that woman. And as you begin to court, as you begin to have conversations on the phone to the wee hours of the morning, when you do lunch and your heart just flutters for no reason, that's, that's the love that you have for that person. But God's love for us is at a more phenomenal rate. And I think for me, I can kind of depict the love that God has for us in the way that the love the children have for their fathers. Because especially as when we have girls and they love their dad, they can't, dad can't do any wrong because he's the protector. He is the father. He's representation of God in the earth for our children. So you, when you see the magnitude and you see that child that loves that parent, that to me, it can depict in some way, shape, form, at least as close as I can get it, he can depict the love that God has for us because it's so pure. It is so unconditional. It is so sweet in everything that it does. And when we look at, look at our children, it's the same way. So you can win by developing your relationship with God because allowing God and allowing the Holy Spirit to help us it helps us in this life as well because he did say that we have everything we have already he's already given us everything pertaining to life and godliness and life means that everything that we need in this natural life to succeed so if you don't have what you need then it's time to search out why is it I don't have what I need. Is it because of a generational thing? Is it because of some choices I made? But even in that, when you search it out, God is able to restore. He's able to deliver. He's able He's able to give you anything back. And with the light, will he do, will he do that? We just have to come before him and make our requests known unto God. So as God Almighty... He is the almighty one. He is the head and not the tail. He's above and not beneath. We have to allow him to be who he is. We have to allow him to be Jehovah Rapha, the God that disciplined us. But he's also God El Elyon, our most high God. But don't forget about Jehovah Shalom, which is our peace in every situation. He didn't say that stuff was, was not going to come. He just always assured us that he will make of a way of escape. And he always assured us that he will leave the comforter, which is to comfort us. And that's the Holy Spirit. And he's a person. And when we don't acknowledge him, it hurts his feeling. He has feelings just like we do. So if we say that we are God's children and we say that God is leading us and we say that we have the Holy Spirit, then some of the things in our life wouldn't be what it is simply because we are following the leading of the Holy Spirit. But the leading of the Holy Spirit don't always match up 
with how we feel, what we want to do. It just does not always match up. So now you have to search the scriptures out and you have to allow him to be God almighty. In other words, even when you understand, when you don't understand, he's still God almighty. So you're still winning when you feel, um, underprivileged, when you feel hurt, when you feel abused, when you feel all these things, he's still God almighty. And he's already paid the price for everything that you're feeling and everything that you think you might be going through. God has already done that. So as you develop that personal relationship with God through communion in prayer, praise, and worship, it changes everything because now you can hear because all the noise is now blocked out and you can hear the Holy Spirit because you were purposeful and intentional in allowing him to be who he is in your life. Y'all, it doesn't matter that we're not perfect, but God is. And we don't have to be. That's the thing that just really gets me. Sometimes people think that we have to literally be perfect. No, no, you don't. But when you re recognize things in your life and you recognize who God really is and when you don't want to quench the Holy Spirit, then it begins to change you because the Word of God tells us that only godly repentance bring about a change. What does that mean? I That means I'm really sorry for what I've done. I realize the impact and now I can go to God boldly and ask the Holy Spirit to be in me so that that thing does not happen again. It doesn't mean that we're not going to we're not going to fall short. It doesn't mean because there is none righteous, no, not one. But because of the blood of Jesus Christ, God has already paid the price for the things and the people that are his. You can come boldly. You can have that relationship. You can have that prayer life. You can have that house. You can have that car. These are benefits for having our relationship with Christ. But so many times people just want the gifts and not the gifter. And God is the gifter. He is the gifter. So I promise you, whatever it is you want, he wants you to have it at a more phenomenal rate than you even want it. But we have to be in position in order to receive that. Some promises of the Lord are conditional. If you do this, then he would do that. Like he said, if my people, which are called by my name, if we humble ourselves and pray, seek his face, turn from our wicked ways, then will he hear from heaven. He will forgive our sins and heal our land. So even in this season of the pandemic, are you doing that? Are you praying for the president? Are you praying for those in position of authority? Because this is what God told us to do. And if we're not going to be obedient, we're not going to eat the good of the land. You have to make sure that your heart is right toward God. And as God began to really deal with the issues of your heart, it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. It just means that you always have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you to guide you to all truth. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that when we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we know that our petitions are granted. So yes, you can win. By knowing who God is. Real talk, Dr. Hancock.